welcome back to the Atma Podcast, where we give you the tips, tools, and strategies you need to be successful. My name is Brian, and we are going to continue this journey of Gen Z topic with our special interns. Go ahead and say hello, ladies. Hi, I'm Ivy. And I'm Bree. No need to introduce you guys, because, you know, we're, you know, basically continuing this uh, this show moving forward, but... You know, tell us a little bit about what guys spurred this conversation about authenticity. We're going to be talking about being real, right? Yeah. You you said there was an app called Be Real or something like that? Yeah. So there's an app called Be Real. Um, It had just, I think it began last year in 2022. Um, And basically the concept is where every single day at a different time, um, there's an alarm that's like, oh, it's time for you to be real, to where you take a picture of yourself and um, it uses your front and back camera and it shows your friends what you're doing at the time, hence the title being real. Be real. Okay, that's kind of, so that's new to me. I, I've Honestly, I've never seen this this be real app, but apparently it's a big, big segue, big, big thing nowadays, right? Yeah. Okay, so what made you guys, did you, have you guys used it, both of you? Yes. Well, you have. It, what about you, Bree? I haven't, but... I know, I know a lot of people who use it, like, uh, all the time, and I've been in people's be real, so technically, I think I have. Okay, so you've, you've what was that, what's that, secondhand used it, <laughs> or something like that? So, so Ivy, you've used it. Yes. Okay, and how was that? Um, it was, it was really fun. It was, it popped off about, I think, the end of the school year last year, so near, like, March, um, March into May. Um, and it's it was really fun because the teachers ended up actually getting really mad about it because the popularity blew up so much and like B reels obviously there's eight hours a day at school mm-hmm. so when they went off at school and everybody would be like B real then everybody started taking pictures they'd be like put your phones away and then it turned into a policy not to take B reels at school. Wow. At my school it was TikToks because when I was in high school people would literally just do TikTok in class or like go leave class and do TikTok dances in the hall. It was so bad that they had to like completely come up with rules about doing TikTok and like perhaps banning TikTok at the school because <laughs> it became such a problem. Everyone was Were on you it. um in high school in 2019? I was in high school in 2019 and I that was my second to last year of high school. So you were a junior? Yeah, I, I yeah. was. Well, technically I was a sophomore. I, I skipped my junior year, oh, but yeah. um it was such a big thing and then the pandemic happened and it just blew up even more because that's what people had to do they were you know making videos on there to entertain people and then that's how a lot of the people who are famous now on tiktok that's when they became famous wow okay so we talk about and it was you know being real and and, but going back to the notes here uh before we get like distracted you know being authentic right being real in your marketing efforts um, you know, talk about because last week in the last episode we talked about uh, influencer marketing, right? We talked about you know what influences you uh, to to purchase something with the whole FOMO and, and all these influencers now, um, which I still can't remember what FOMO means, but don't don't, <laughs> don't worry. Um, so, but now let's talk about authenticity, right? Being authentic, being real. Like, what is how important is that in the business world for businesses? And think about, because you, you ladies tend to think about a lot about, like, uh, uh, you know, makeup and stuff like that. But yeah. think about this co-working space. Think about the, the marketing agency and the, and the clients that we serve. You know, how important is it for people to see authentic marketing in, in their efforts and for their viewers? 
Yeah, so like I said in a previous episode, Gen Z, I believe so, a big factor of it, they run off um, emotions. And um, a lot of things like such as inclusivity. So when it comes to authenticity, people want to see things that are real, right? They want to see um, like what you stand for and what you believe in. And I guess like, especially with politics, I think that's become like a really big thing. And um, a lot of businesses tend to not touch that surface, which that's perfectly fine. I think honestly, that's one of the best ways to run a business is to stay away from policies like, or not policies, politics, um, mm-hmm. and such like that. Um, but a lot of, I mean, now businesses, um, they cater to a certain group of people to where that leads to a certain ideology. Ideology. Yeah, ideologies, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, and such like that. And so a lot of people now tend to crave that authenticity. Authenticity. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> no worries. So... Real quick, because like you, you touching on the subject of uh, ideology and authenticity, which these are big words. Don't worry. <laughs> so we talk about this, but there's a lot of businesses. So we're a marketing agency. You guys seen our clients. We do a lot of websites too, right? Yeah. And what businesses tend to do is they steer too much towards what they do and lead generation. You, you guys are leaning more towards, man. Tell me about your business. Tell me who you are. Yeah. Right. Why should I do business with you? How how much of that influences your buying decision and when when marketing to you guys? Um, for me, I don't really take it. Doesn't take that much as a pull on me, but I can guarantee you, many other people care about it, especially when it comes to like um, animal cruelty mm. and um, and such stuff like that. It's a really big topic because um, people do their research now. People want to know what they're supporting. People want to know where they're buying from. Um, and I think that's a big thing to really take on. You want to make sure that you continue to be clean and start out clean. Yeah. What about you, Brie? Like, you, you've been quiet over there. Yes. I was going to say that <laughs> as Gen Z, I think we're really good about seeing if you're being fake or not. We can just instantly tell. So if you are straying from, you know, your brand, if you are pushing something and, you know, it's fake, it's not really who you are and you're just trying to throw something onto us, we can see that immediately. And the thing about us being digital natives, always having technology in our life, always having the internet, we have mastered the art of searching everything on on the internet and finding everything. We can find everything. We are like the everything. FBI. <laughs> yes. And so if you put something out there, it is forever out there on the internet. There's people who can screenshot that. Even if you delete it, it will arise. Um, because there's always a way to find what you said. So you have to be very thoughtful about what you're putting out there, and you always just have to, you know, stick to who you are. If you start changing that, we can definitely tell. So that's funny that you say that, because I'm doing a speaking engagement in a few weeks, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about um, separating, uh, or or what's the difference between uh, personal brand, because you have a personal brand, right? And then you have a business brand, and how do they coincide, right? Mm-hmm. And in my experience, there is no separation. Like once you put your face to a business, it's over. Like they're gonna do all the research you can on the owners, who you are, what you stand for, and then you pers- your personal brand is that's it, right? Yeah. Like there is no uh, there is no segmentation. You are the brand apart with your business. Like does that affect you guys? Have you guys seen that in other businesses that you've come across? Yeah, for sure. I've seen businesses who have flourished um, and now with like such things that they've contributed to what people have found out, um, it took a toll on them. Yeah. Because they contributed to such ideologies. 
And I see that with Twitter, especially when Elon Musk took over, a lot of people either supported him or they really, really hated it because of the way that he was portraying himself. Um, it really affected the way that people saw Twitter and the way that they interacted with the brand, with him. It was all tied together. So who you are and how you act can really affect your business because, you know, there's cameras. People can look up stuff on you. And if you had something in your past, that can come up. And if you said something very controversial, that can also come up. So you also have to be, you know, very aware of what you're doing in your personal life because that can affect your brand. You know, it's funny that you say that because now, like, you take a look at all these big businesses now. These businesses, and before they were just businesses, if you think about it. But in today's age, you have, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. They're stars. They're yeah. not just business owners now, right? And so th I think the concept of a, being a business owner and just being a business owner separate, that that's kind of segmenting into being a business owner is kind of like being a star, right? Like you're you're you have an influence on, on your your people that you've sold services and products to, and now you're building basically your personal brand, and, and that's affecting the the uh, their buying decision, right? And, yeah. and so when you look at a business owner and you think they're fake, right? Yeah. Does that affect that? It kind of affect the your buying decision with them. Um, yeah, when I see that they support things that are just not, like, mm -hmm. right, especially mm -hmm. with our common now, like, um, normalities, I would say, um, I tend to steer away from it. I see it, I'm like, oh, well, they are part of this, that's not good, then I'll just completely forget about it. And that comes to one of the things that we talked about in the past episodes, where Gen Z is easy to change their mind. Yeah. They're, they're easy to jump from point A to point B, and then if they don't like point B, then they'll jump to point C. And you talk about authenticity, and you talked about, um, you know, being political, right? Yeah. And so there's that borderline. If you're doing personal brand and business branding, and it's becoming part of your brand, right? Yeah. Um, how do you – because it's very easy for us to, to get uh, distracted and, and – uh, into our own ideologies and try to put that into the business, how do you think that affects people's buying decisions? Um, I think one thing to really be aware of is who your demographic is, right? Um, for example, the Budweiser and Dylan whole situation where um, if you're not aware who that is, Dylan is um, a trans person uh, who was sponsored and put on the bottles of was it Bud, Bud Light? Light was it, it was Bud, Bud Light, Light. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry about that um yeah it was Bud Light and I mean the older demographic people from like millennials and um Gen X they were furious and they mm -hmm. were upset about it um and that just goes back to how different ideologies go throughout generations and um but when that happened Gen Z um was like oh my gosh yes like wow, like, they support that, that's great and amazing, but they, like, they forgot to realize that a lot of their demographic is the older generation, mm -hmm. and it didn't strike them enough, yeah. and in that case, I think they should have just stayed out of politics, what they had going on for them was great, mm -hmm. um, but, so after they received all that backlash, they took it back, Yeah, and that's literally the biggest mistake they could have ever made in their life, Yeah. Um. Brief, because they lost uh, their Gen Z people who were supporting them. And even though that wasn't, you know, 
their main demographic that they were catering to throughout their history, that was something that was very controversial, something that was huge on the internet. And so whenever you backtrack, you've now made both sides infuriated because, you know, one sees that, oh, you're just trying to please us again, but maybe this is not a real attempt. Maybe this is just, you know, fake because you're losing customers. So now you have to get us back. And then with the Gen Z, they got really upset because they were thinking, oh, well, now you support something that, you know, a lot of people in Gen Z um, support and now you're backtracking. So it really just made that whole brand seem very fake. It didn't seem authentic at all. And it really felt like they were losing the sense of who they were. Yeah, I think the biggest thing when when you're doing some sort of inclusivity uh, campaign, right? Because that's basically what Bud Light was trying to do or attempting to do. But you got to do some research of who your clientele is right now, right? Yeah. And then does it make sense for the brand itself? Uh, who, you know, how will it affect the current? So, so a lot of businesses get trapped in, I, I need new business, I need new business, I need new business. And, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have, um, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have, but basically we've written a um, customer journey pyramid, uh, you know, uh, article and then uh, ebook that's on our website where we talk about the five stages of the customer journey, right? Which is awareness, uh, engagement, uh, conversion, delight, right? That delight. And, and, and are you making your customers happy so that they could advocate? The minute you uh, forget about the delight phase, which is what Bud Light did, they forgot completely what is making our current customers happy, okay? And, you know, what will make them mad? What will make them, uh, uh, you know, angry with us that they've stopped doing business with us? And you got to take an account of those kinds of things before you make any kind of changes in your campaign. You know, if I, as I was in their situation, I would have just created a, um, a different way to be inclusive without disrupting the the current uh you know, current customer base right and so and even thinking about doing another brand you know thinking about because this bud light brand has a sensitive uh, not a sensitive but a a foundation with their current clientele and maybe it's you know it, it, it's not going to sit right right so they have to make another brand that will be similar but very inclusive right and so just things to think about uh and you got to be very sensitive when it comes to politics, of course, right? But back to authenticity and being authentic. At the end of the day, you know, you've got to know who you are as a business and how, who you are as a, as a brand before you start getting out into social media and start trying to attract. And you, you have to understand who you, is going to be your clientele, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation is know who you are before you start a business. Yeah. And... Um, you know, if you're going to start a business at the end of the day, once again, there is no such thing as segmentation. There, People are going to do research. Who are you as a business owner? Who are you as a, as a person? What do you stand behind? And does that reflect on the business itself, right? Mm -hmm. And so, well, thank you, ladies, again, for joining us, you know, for continuous discussion on Gen Z. Uh, I think it's funny that we talk about this, but it, we're, we're doing Gen Z, but a lot of us are – who are millennials and maybe even some Gen Xers right now are listening to this and going, some things that are similar in our in, in our marketing strategies, right? And so I think that we, we get lost in this idea that we're all different, but the the gears are still the same, right? Uh, I think yeah. the, the motion is still the same. 
marketing efforts are the same. There's just different acronyms. <laughs> yeah, um, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, obviously, there's a difference between traditional and digital marketing. And I think that's the biggest change where it's now all digital, but there's still going to be traditional concepts. And regardless, humans haven't changed, mm-hmm. right? And that's who that's who runs the economy, us humans, what we buy, what we are influenced on. Um, and so I think the best way to go about it is just figuring out what's different and working from there. Striking a balance, really. Yeah. 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 No, awesome. Thank you, ladies, once again for joining us. And thank you guys for listening. Once again, we'll, we'll hope to see you guys next time. My name is Brian, and we'll see you in the next episode.